When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Tuesday, October the 8th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. So the fallout from Hell in a Cell both does and doesn't continue through Raw last night. We'll we'll get into that in a second. An update on Kane Velasquez's situation with the WWE is coming up as well. And which former WWE champion is returning to MMA? Find out in the next few minutes. Well, this is the match that the entire WWE Universe has been talking about. It's about the Universal Tonight, Seth Rollins steps into hell with the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So what you heard there was a clip from a video package for Seth Rollins and the Fiend's match at Hell in a Cell on Sunday. This is the only real reference that we had to that match on Raw last night, across all three hours, the only bit of talk we had about it was the the introduction to the video package, and then we moved straight on to uh, the Tyson Fury Braun Strowman sen- uh, segment. And this was like in the final, just before the final quarter of Monday Night Raw. Now the Fiend was at Raw. Several video for videos have been leaked, which show the Fiend attacking Cesaro after the cameras went off the air. But there was no reference to The Fiend other than, as I say, in this well-produced video package. Nothing nothing Seth Rollins-based on Raw last night as well. Becky Lynch was on Miz TV, and there was, again, no mention of her husband-to-be. Now, obviously, this is because the reaction to Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt at the end of that Hell in a Cell match, more so the reaction to Seth Rollins, was so negative that bringing out Seth on Monday Night Raw could have done a lot of potentially irreversible damage. I think it was probably a sensible decision to rest Seth Rollins on this occasion. Whether or not this was the plan going forward, whether we weren't going to see Seth on Raw tonight anyway, I don't know. But it certainly feels like they've kept him away because of the volatile reaction that the ending of Hell in a Cell got could very well be. Another another wrinkle to this mystery is that yesterday, just before Monday Night Raw, WWE tweeted out that Seth Rollins and The Fiend were going to go one-on-one once again at Survivor Series in a rematch for the Universal Championship. That tweet was put out, and almost as quickly, that tweet was deleted. But it was on there long enough for the watchful eyes of you and I to see it. So we know it definitely happened. So whether that means the match has been pulled or whether they just didn't want to announce it just yet is yet to be seen. But what we do know is that the that the, the reaction 
the the negative reaction to the Hell in a Cell match does continue uh, on social media and and across all platforms, actually. Quite a few people have come out and said uh, they quite liked it. I think now that the dust has settled a bit, a few people have watched it again and gone, do you know what? I really like it. A lot of people still very much, very much despise the match. I've seen lots of tweets uh, about cancelling the WWE Network over it. I've got quite a bit of flack for not giving the match an F on Hell in a Cell graded. Then my gradings... Leave me be. <laughs> Adam Pacitti will be along later today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel to do Raw Graded, so I don't want to get too much into the nitty and the gritty of what happened on Monday Night Raw. I'll let Adam Pacitti do that for you later on on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Oh, Tito, Tito, I'm going to call you out again. You son of a bitch. Are you guys ready for this? Yes, yes, yes. You got to understand, this ain't like no WWE match, partner. I've been doing this for 22 years. You know what, see this cage? Get used to looking up those lights because when he calls this fight's gonna happen, I'm whooping your ass and your face will be going face up. So former WWE champion, former Impact Wrestling champion, Alberto Del Rio slash Alberto El Patron returns to the world of MMA and he is gonna be facing one of the all-time MMA greats in Tito Ortiz. Now, Del Rio's got a bit of experience, to say the very least, in MMA. He was a fighter from 2001 to 2010. Nine wins, five losses. One of those wins, sorry, one of those losses, rather, was less than a minute after he got obliterated by Mirko Krokop at Pride Bushido 1. As for Ortiz, well, his legend speaks for itself. One of the best of all time. Very intrigued to see where this one goes. I'm hoping there is more fight chemistry between these two than Mike chemistry between these two. Because the the, the promos that they were doing in the build-up to this a short while ago are very awkward. As, as, as you heard. As you heard a brief bit of there. Seek out the whole thing. It's good fun. Alberto and Tito in the main event of Combat America's debut pay-per-view on December the 7th in Texas. Well, Cain Velasquez is a true tough guy, and he's staring right at Brock Lesnar. Velasquez is a real deal, a proven commodity, and nobody knows that fact better than Brock Lesnar. Lots of things to talk about at the end of a very busy wrestling week last week. We weren't expecting to be sat here talking about Cain Velasquez turning up on Friday Night SmackDown, but it was a thing that very much happened. He was talking to ESPN, and he he has said that he actually hasn't got a deal set in stone with the WWE yet, but he's very keen to sign one. He talked about how much he enjoyed being part of Friday Night SmackDown. He's always been a, a fan of Rey Mysterio, so to get to be alongside Rey was a bit of a dream of his as well. Uh, Velasquez noted that UFC is also really supporting him in his time as a professional wrestler. But he, said, but he said, and I quote, I feel like fighting will always be there. I feel like I have the skills. This, at this time, is just really fun for me. And who knows where I'll go from here. I'm enjoying what I do, and that's it for me. Coming up, aim for 99. That's my slogan for the next year, aim for 99. Why is Johnny Gargano aiming for 99? Find out at the end of the podcast. From 99 to 205, and the future for 205 Live is looking pretty bleak at this point. The decision was made uh, last week to take 205 Live off at the end of SmackDown, so we had an old episode played instead. Uh, sources inside WWE uh, did insist that this was just a one-off thing. However... 
WWE Network News on Twitter is reporting that there is no episode of 205 Live listed on the schedule for Friday night. Now, this hasn't been confirmed by WWE. Uh, there's been no further information about the future of 205 Live other than what we know, that the Cruiserweight Championship is going to be a part of NXT. But we kind of believe that 205 Live would still continue on Friday nights. But... That is looking more and more in doubt as every day goes by because now there's even further talks about adding a third hour of WWE programming on Fox Sport 1 after Friday Night SmackDown, which could very much be the final kibosh for 205 Live, uh, which uh, once again we find ourselves talking about the potential end of 205 Live, which is a real shame. It has sadly been the least watched WWE original on the network and sadly, figures like that, it cannot stick around. Sending love to 205 Live. Jimmy Havoc and Darby Allen are going to go one-on-one this Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. The winner gets Chris Jericho the following week in Philadelphia with the AEW Championship on the line. This is exciting for both of these guys. So far in AEW, Darby Allen has been to a 20-minute draw with Cody. Uh, he defeated Chima in a match that's been taped for tomorrow night. Uh, for tomorrow night's episode of AEW Dark, rather, which is where they're showing dark matches. Uh, Jimmy Havoc has had a pretty good run of things as well. He won the Cracker Barrel Clasher All Out. That was a great showcase for Jimmy Havoc. Uh, both him and Darby Allen teamed together in a six-man tag at Fight for the Fallen as well. So they're really established members of the AEW locker room. And I'm excited that they're in a position now where one of them will get a shot at Chris Jericho. Personally, pull in for my boy Jimmy Havoc. Want to see Jimmy get a shot at Chris Jericho in Philadelphia. Also on Wednesday night, we're going to see Chris Jericho teaming with Sammy Guevara to take on Dustin Rhodes and Adam Page. This is obviously a match that spills over from the ending of the debut episode of Dynamite. Expect Jake Hager to be knocking around there somewhere. John Moxley is back in the ring and he is going one-on-one with Sean Spears and the AEW World Tag Team Tournament uh, is, is all underway now and the Young Bucks are going to be facing private party in quarterfinal action. So about a month after she left AEW, it's nice to see Kylie Ray back in a wrestling ring. She is going to be part of Impact Wrestling's event, the weekend of Bound for Glory. There's a show that they're putting on called All Glory in conjunction with Zelo Pro Wrestling and Warrior Wrestling in Marionette, Illinois. And it's nice to see Kylie Ray getting back into a wrestling ring. I think the circumstances in which she left AEW seemed a little bit dubious, a little bit sad. And uh, obviously, she's been away now and she's refreshed. And we send love to Kylie Ray. Big fan of what Kylie Ray did uh, as part of AEW's Double or Nothing. And I'm excited to see more from her now she's back. And finally, if you're a fan of FIFA, this is going to resonate with you. With about 10 days to go until WWE 2K20 comes out, the superstars are now finding out their ratings in the game. It's a chance for them to kind of see what the office really think of them. Not my words, the words of Johnny Gargano, who found out his rating from Dale Driver on IGN. Are you ready to find out what you got this year? Yeah, I'd love to. I don't know about 81 the first year, 80 last year. I'm going to be 79. I'm going to keep declining. By, by 2K30, I'm going to be... I can't math, but I'm going to be real bad. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's good. I'll take 84. I got better. For context, 
other people who got 84 last year. Alistair Black, Baron Corbin, Big E Langston, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Jeff Hardy as well. I'll take it. I'm not going to be truly happy until I'm a 99, I think. Obviously, I think that's got us aim for 99. That's my slogan for the next year. Aim for 99. I'm coming for you. Congratulations then to Johnny Gargano. 84 is the new 99, sir. That'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. Mr. Pachiti is here later on today with Raw Graded. Everything that went down on last night's episode of Monday Night Raw is going to get picked apart by Mr. Pachiti for your entertainment. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. 